Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 45 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 45th episode of Talk Direction. And guess what, Kara? Uh, what, Caitlin? <laughs> we had a big announcement that happened over Twitter yesterday. Um, we actually, I kind of forgot that we were going to be announcing it. And Kara texted me and, like, the company we had been working with had tweeted out the news and we just had a really good time talking to everyone on Twitter mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, so what it actually is, is we teamed up with a company called Slacker Radio. They're an app. Uh, it's sort of similar to Pandora or Spotify, but what's unique about them is that uh, sort of interspersed between the songs that play, you get little clips that are more like a radio show where you have people introducing the song that's going to come up and how it relates to the song and the artist's station that you're listening to. So if you're listening to an Adele station, there's going to be songs on it both from Adele and artists that, like, influenced Adele or Adele has worked with, and it'll give you a little bit of a background behind Adele's artistry. Um, So we were asked to do the One Direction station, and we made up clips and picked songs that we thought uh, One Direction fans would be interested in listening to and finding out about sort of um, background knowledge as to um, like different artists that are connected with One Direction and also just mm-hmm. pick songs that we really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything else to say about like what it is, Kara? Um, I think the really cool thing about Slacker as opposed to like Pandora or something is that it's like hand curated. It's not like just you type in an artist and like uh, you know a computer just like generates a playlist. Like it's like the Slacker team like like, you know, handpicking songs that they think go together, mm-hmm. which I think is really unique and really cool. Um, and it was just such an exciting opportunity. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just so cool and just, oh, man, I can't stop, like, being so excited about it. Yeah, honestly, it was it was really incredible. And it goes to show, like, how you can start with something small and sort of opportunities open up. Like, Kara and I just started this podcast, and now we've worked with this company, and, like, it's all because, like, we started this, and then we have people that actually want to listen, so thank you to all of our listeners, because really, like, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. Everyone was Um, being so supportive on Twitter, and it was Mm -hmm. just, like, so nice, and they were just, like, proud of us, and I was just like, wow, like, I don't know, just, like, so sweet. It's not even just, I don't know, just such, such a nice community. We've, like, you know, all we're all together in this community. It's like so yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. And and I want to say it's available in the U.S. and Canada currently, but they're working mm-hmm. on expanding to other countries, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also just like get the app on your phone. And I I believe the the new station, the One Direction station, is like right in their top picks because it was just launched. Um, so it's really easy to find. And you'll hear Kara and I talking. And it's similar style to our podcast. So it's kind of chatty and, you know, we give our opinions. But I would love it if everyone went and listened and let us know what you think. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, let Slacker know what you think as well. You mm-hmm. can tweet them and tell them how much you love us on their uh, station. Um, <laughs> but that would just make us really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was really exciting. So I just can't wait to keep listening to it. 
I can't wait to be uh, able to now... listen to it because I can't because I'm in the UK. I know. Right now. Oh, so, so like sad. I'm really like feeling sympathy for our listeners who are outside of the US and Canada because I'm in the same boat, but currently, yeah. but not. For I mean, long, Kara but, yeah. did hear the clips when we recorded them, but you know that is very true. <laughs> uh, but they're all like all professionaled up, you know, leveled up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but Karen, you mm-hmm. have a story about a spider that you want to tell, so why don't you go ahead and tell that? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so random and weird, um, <laughs> but it relates, uh, trust me. So, okay, so the other night I was getting ready to go to bed, it was like 12 or something, um, and um, I just walked into my room after brushing my teeth, and like, okay, so above my pile of clothes, which I know I shouldn't, like, be leaving clothes around because now I know, that like, spiders can crawl into them and, like, burrow in there and be creepy. Um, but there's this giant spider on the wall above my pile of clothes. I can't, I wish I could, like, show how big it was in my hands, but obviously I can't. It's, like, it was a little bit smaller than my palm or, like, around the same size, I guess. Was it a um, daddy long legs? Oh, no. No way, my friend. I, Wait, was it, like, legs- a... It was as big as your palm, but it wasn't a daddy long legs? Uh, yeah. It was, like, what? it was a bit smaller than my palm. And it, like, okay. So, first of all, it had, like, a sturdy body. Like, you know how daddy long legs are just, like, a tiny little blip and then, like, yeah. their little creepy legs? No. This guy was, like, I feel like all my oh. all like, Australian listeners are probably, like, lolling at me because, like, <laughs> I know they have, like, huge, like, face, like, size spiders. But, like, please just listen to me. Um, <laughs> and... Its legs were red. You could see its creepy pincher things, like, going oh around. God. And I was, like, I usually don't get creeped out by spiders, and I usually just kind of, like, let them cohabitate in my mm-hmm. room with me and just, like, kind of let them, like, do whatever they want to do. Um, but this one, I, like, could not do it. I had to get rid of it. So I took my shoe and... Did you kill it, Kara? Caitlin, it was huge and Kara, really scary. No, Caitlin, I couldn't touch can't- it. Do that. Caitlin, it was huge. Okay, I I can't even I can't I'm even so express you. to you. Okay, but like I was I was making a commotion and like swearing and like I, it was late, so I was trying to be quiet. But like there was no way in heck that I could be like completely silent while this was going on. So I was like kind of like scrambling in my room, like dropping things all over the place, like swearing, like yelling. Um, and I. Um, you know, uh, Caitlin, plug your ears so you don't want to hear this, but, uh, no! I, uh, um, I slapped it with my shoe. Okay, slap is a yeah. gentle word. I slammed it with my shoe, and, okay, this is gonna get a little graphic. Caitlin, okay, you've, you okay, whatever. Um, uh, and, oh, there was guts everywhere. There was just oh so much carnage. God, Why did you think my- this was a good story to tell? I have, there's a point to this story. It's not just me being a violent little dweeb um uh and i took off my shoe and it okay so first of all it made a crunch which is really scary second of all it like when i like i pressed on my shoe for a long time and like it should have been dead by now but when i lifted it up like it was still kicking and it was just scary this is disgusting caitlin you were the one last time who told me about things and bears and like i wasn't killing a bear i'm not killing a bear (laughs) spiders (laughs) Spiders, that spider could have killed me. It knew. No, I think it, it knew where my have. family was. They can travel across seas. It could have went and killed my family. Like, oh that's my, my that's what's going on. Anyway, the the actual point what's of this the story. Moral? The moral of the story was that my housemate Chloe, who's right below me, 
um, heard all this commotion and, like, me, like, freaking out. And, like, her first instinct was that something terrible happened or, like, big happened with One Direction. So she, like, <laughs> sprang onto um, our Talk Direction Twitter <laughs> instead of, like, calling up to me and, like, saying, like, Kara, what's going on? She, like, sprang on our Twitter uh, our Twitter and my Twitter to see if something big had happened. So I was just, like, th- thought that was really funny that she thought, like, uh, I don't know, that, like, my instinct was, I don't know. But, I mean, I that's wonder- how I would react either way. Yeah. But. I'm sure the noises of a huge One Direction thing in a spider are very similar. <laughs> yeah, I remember because, like, um, I read about this in one of my blog posts, I think, that, like, one time my friend sent me, like, um, this really cute picture or this video, really cute video of a dog that was just, like, kind of prancing around. It was, like, a tiny little speck of fluff. It was, like, this husky. And I just remember, like, screaming for, like, a minute straight and my friend turns to me and just, like, is it a dog thing or is it a One Direction thing? I was like, that's, <laughs> that's completely valid question uh-huh. like you you understand me yeah that's a that was the the ending of the story was better than, <laughs> than the violent beginning of the story um i oh, still I can't did you take you. a picture of the spider i can't picture what this Heck spider no. looks like can you like go I, online and try to find it because i'm really curious. i don't want to look into its eyes i know that i feel like it might come back as like a like a ghost and haunt me okay just... next time you need to like no Take a cup and Mm-mm. put it over Mm-mm. it and put Caitlin, the paper. I couldn't. I couldn't walk out of the room and think. Try to get some contraption to oh. save it because by the time it would have buried in my buried in my clothes, I would have so? never seen it, and then I would have had to sleep with it. And it like it could have came into my mouth and killed me. Did you see my Snapchat of the spider on the wall? And I was just chilling with it, and I was like, hope it doesn't crawl in my mouth. It definitely wasn't as big as that. I mean, it definitely wasn't... That one wasn't as big as this one, so... And it didn't have red legs and pinchers, and it didn't stare into my soul and understand my psyche, so... All right. Well, you do you, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Minimize the killing, but... Back to what we're doing this episode. Because it is home week, which we will talk about in a second... Um, we're going to be doing a song analysis of the song Home, and we're going to be playing a little One Direction connection, Home, related to make the episode all tie in. And I've picked some really good connections to make, so, and Kara hasn't seen them, so that's going to be fun. Um, but let's start out with news. Um, the first thing is that Liam has a song that has come out called You. Now, this is a collaboration we've been talking about for months with Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa, and it's not, like, an officially released collaboration, um, but Juicy J has been teasing it for a long time on Twitter, and now the whole song has been, like, released or or leaked or whatever, Um, and I listened to the song the other day. I hadn't listened um, for a while because I don't think I realized that the whole song had actually come out. Um, Mm -hmm. But you can find it on YouTube. I know Sugarscape did an article about it. Um, But the song starts off by saying things like, they have been waiting for this collab. This goes out to all the chicks on Snapchat. So, like, (laughs) I I don't know if those are, like, added back in phrases, like, because he's been teasing it and then he's like oh let me put this in that everyone's been waiting for this collab of juicy j and liam because like he's kept teasing it we're like what's going on um but liam sings the chorus part of it and it's very uh well the the lyrics are all i see is you anything you want all i need is you sort of repeated um and some other words too um but it sounds to me 
very Justin Timberlake-esque. Yeah, it's that's like what I was thinking, high, too. Um, I think it was a little bit overproduced. I know it's not a finished song. I thought it was a little bit robotic. Um, but it did sound like something I could see Liam doing as solo music, sort of Justin Timberlake style. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the song? Um, I liked Liam's part. I think it was, like, just, like, an okay song. Like, I truly listened to it, like, first when it came out and then just, um, right before we did this episode. And it's just, like, I kind of got bored, like, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Like, there's nothing special about the song. And, um, it just kind of, like, Liam's falsetto was, like, the standout part of the song to me. Because, like, I don't know, the rest of it is just, like, so formulaic. And it just goes from, like, you know, like, also it's so long. It's almost five minutes. And, like... There's just nothing that, like, stands out to me that I don't even really want to listen to the whole song ever again. I mean, like, it's fine. It's just, like, <laughs> completely adequate. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. And, like, yeah. I feel bad because, like, Liam didn't really have a part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, when you were t- saying about how the thing, like, uh, oh, they've been waiting for this collab and stuff, like, definitely. And also he was, like, saying, oh, hey, Liam, or something like that. And, like, Liam, mm-hmm. if, like that was added when Liam was there, I'm sure Liam would have, like, said something back. So, like, you know what I mean? It was, like, kind of obvious that it's, like, they added all this in and kind of Liam was there for, like, two seconds. Yeah, so I thought that was a bit odd. And I agree that it wasn't something that really gripped me. Um, I don't like Justin Timberlake's music in general, (laughs) Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'd prefer it, like, if I knew Liam was doing something that was better quality than this song, I Mm. would enjoy it. Um, but I was just, it got me to thinking that it's very weird to, to think that, like, with Justin Timberlake or Beyonce or even just people who, any famous person who starts from somewhere and then, like, blows up and becomes something completely different, like, Mm -hmm. Beyonce and, and Justin Timberlake are known for being themselves. They're not really associated, I mean, yeah, they are, but, like, they're more known for, like, being solo artists than they are from their previous, uh, bands and groups, um, and I just thought, like, will that happen to members of One Direction where could Liam in the future become so big and so well-known as a solo artist that, like, yeah, while people recognize he was in One Direction, he's gone so much farther that, like, mm. that's what he's known for more. Like, Harry, I feel like Zayn's sort of doing that because yeah. he did leave. Yeah. And he's, I feel like he's going to be more known for his solo work. But I just don't know if there's, is there going to be a member that who goes so far that, like, years and years from now, it's like, oh, they're a solo artist. Eh, they were in One Direction, like, a long, long time ago, but you know, we think of them as a solo artist. I think also, like, Nick Jonas is, like, yeah. towards that level. Because, to be honest, like, I feel like Nick Jonas, like, his stuff now, you just, like, I forget that he, like, I mean, I know the Jonas Brothers were a thing and mm-hmm. stuff, but, like, you, you're you not, like, oh, like, I don't know, like, they're pretty separate entities, like, Nick mm-hmm. Jonas and the Jonas Brothers. So, I don't know, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting because, like, that's pretty... Yeah, and I definitely see Zayn, like, doing that already, so it's interesting. Yeah. I'd love to see, like, I don't know, it's so cool, like, to think about how far in the future, like, what it's gonna be like. Yeah, like, what are they gonna be, like, some of the artists that people remember years and years from now as, like, having done great things and, like, really changed music or, like, done things that are really different that, like, we think of, you know, older artists now stevie nicks or whatever i mean i've been listening to some old music Mm. as i've studied recently (laughs) but like i just think of like i don't know people in the future who've done just incredible things with music i don't know it's so exciting 
I know. I'm thinking positively because I don't want to think that, like, they flop and, like, then no. they're only known for, like, their One Direction days. Because there are, like, let's be honest with ourselves, like, you know, there are, like, NSYNC and Backstreet Boy members who are totally, like, that was their glory days. And, like, mm-hmm. they've, like, tried to come come back and, like, make their name for themselves, but, like, it hasn't really worked. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, everyone has to peak sometime. Yeah. And, like, One Direction has i mean they've been bigger than all of all of that all of the groups i've mentioned like they're so much bigger of a band i think than backstreet boys was or in sync even though they were big at the time i think one direction has been like a global phenomenon and i see already each of the boys taking initiative in doing things mm, i just true. feel like they've got i don't know if it's better like people on their side or whatever it is. They might not be doing something, like, in the, in, like, mu- the music public sphere, but even Niall with his golf management, I feel like they they have things set and they have the support system to help them so that they don't flop in the end and, like, they can go places. Also, with, like, the internet and social media, like, there's already such a huge fan base, like, mm-hmm. um, so it's, like, they already have kind of their promo, like, established for them because I think, yeah. like, back in the day, like, um, you know, NSYNC and um, Backstreet Boys, like, they didn't, I mean, they had obviously a really huge following, but it wasn't, it was definitely, like, probably harder to, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, get that they out there. They had to, like, go to radios and, yeah. you know, promote stuff. Here and mm-hmm. now you just, like, tweet something and everyone's on top of it. Yeah, true. So, just interesting to think of. Um, mm. Also, Liam ended up tweeting about this this song being leaked, and he said, Hearing that I've got a single out, lol, that's a surprise to me. That's a one-take scratch demo I was writing with someone as an idea for them. Guess I need to guard my projects better. They don't even let you finish these days. And then some, like, sweaty, smile, nervous emojis. <laughs> Then, just to clarify, I do not have a single. What you just heard is something I get up to do, get up to on the weekends. Lol. And then some laughy cry emojis. Now, does this seem to you like he's upset that they released it? That it was leaked by the artist he worked with? Or is this sort of like, just, I don't know. Is this like a dig at them, do you think? It, that's how it read to me. And like, um, I don't think it was... It wasn't leaked by, like, an outside source. It was definitely the artists themselves, like, putting it mm-hmm. out. But, like, obviously they didn't tell Liam, which is weird. Um, really weird, honestly. Um, but also, I feel like there was, like, so much, like, publicity and news that, like, even we knew about it. So how did Liam not expect for this to be coming out? You know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. didn't seem like he knew at all that this was going to be actually coming out. But, like, I don't know. GCJ, I know, was talking about it. So it's just confusing to me. But, yeah, it definitely seemed like sort of a dig at them. So I wonder, like, I don't think he'll be working with them again unless they, like, talk it out or stuff. Something which is, um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really love the song, so I'm not, like, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's a huge loss. But, yeah. yeah. I I found it a bit of a dig, too. I guess I need to guard my projects better. That's just a thing I was working for like, yeah. on the weekend. It wasn't a big deal. Like, it wasn't my main thing. It was just a little side project. Like Yeah. Also, like, the fact that that was, like, a one take. Like, could you imagine being that great of a singer that, like... Oh, yeah. Just one take is just, like, <laughs> amazing. Like, God. If only. I know. Um... And then thinking about Liam's solo music, I feel like we've talked about different boys' solo music at different times. Um, That's true. But Liam, I don't think I put that much stock into it. 
of him doing stuff. I guess I just see so much potential in Harry that you sometimes, like, block out the fact that the other boys might want to go solo. Mm. Um, but would- and you, you were saying you wanted it to sound more, like, Justin Timberlake-esque? Yeah, I liked the way that his voice sounded on this track. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that the rest of it was just boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see him do more, like, collaborations with, like, rappers in the future, though. But I just don't think that this is... I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I definitely saw a lot of people just, like, not loving the song. I don't think it was, like, a really... Like, it didn't, like spread through the fandom and like yeah really you know invigorate any of us i think i know um, which i thought is a little weird like i like i said i just listened to the song the other day like i haven't seen much since it's been released no one's really talking about it like if, yeah. if harry had done a song it would have blown up i think i know but like also i don't know it just like also because it was just like him on the chorus it was just mm-hmm. the same thing over and over it's, he sounded good but it was just like not the thing that you want to repeat because yeah. also like he's not in it for that long so yeah. And in the lyrics, all I see is you, all I need is you. They're very bland. Like, yeah. everyone's heard the that. The blandest of bland. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about Louis at Coachella. And have you seen the pictures of him at Coachella? He's been there. He went to the second weekend of Coachella. Have you yes. seen them all over Twitter? I have. I definitely have. Me too. And <laughs> I know he's been posting them on Instagram as well. Uh, looks like he's gone with a ton of, a ton of his friends from, like, England and stuff, which I think is so interesting that, like, you have a famous friend, you just, like, all your friends from England come over to Coachella. I don't know, like, does Louis pay for everything? I know! I <laughs> like, wonder. I bet he, like, pays for their flights. Like, I know. Pri- send, a, send a private jet over. Like, <laughs> So funny. But what do you think about Coachella in general, Kara? Because I, I don't really know your opinions. Uh, Coachella? <laughs> okay, so, like, I've never been to a music festival, and I've t- been talking to some friends here who've gone to, like, they've never gone to Coachella, but they've said that, like, a lot of those music festivals, like, you have to pick and choose, like, the ones you go to. Like, those kind of music festivals, people just go to, um, kind of party and not really listen for the music, and, Mm -hmm. like, the acoustics are terrible. You kind of, you're kind of going to party and kind of for the atmosphere, if you like that kind of atmosphere, like, the partying really intense atmosphere of just, like, partying three days straight or however long it is. I think it's three days. Um, Mm -hmm. And they said, my my friends that have gone say that, like, those kind of festivals, um, it's kind of disappointing because you, if you have an artist that you really love, um, the, the atmosphere is not great because a lot of people are there just to be there and not for the artists themselves. Yeah. So they're being, like, obnoxious and annoying, like, throwing up and just being completely, like, belligerent. Um, so I don't know. I don't think that I'd, I'd love it. Like, I like seeing the fashion, well, not all the fashion, um, because some of it's, um, not great, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like my cup of tea, but I could see how Louis would like it, and he looked like he was definitely having, like, a lad, mm-hmm. lad extravaganza, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. I, I mean, you know me, I don't like to party, so that yeah. just seems like an atmosphere I would not want to be in, and, like, that's what's so great about going to, like, an actual concert. Like, I would rather spend my money on seeing oh, an artist sure. that I really like with, like, a group of people around me that also really like the artist, rather yeah. than people who've come sort of just to, like, get drunk or get high or even, like, it sometimes seems almost like a cool contest, like, of how cool we can look, like, compared to others. And I do love seeing, like, a lot of the fashion when it's mm. not a cultural appropriation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but 
I also think it's sometimes just like we're doing this because it's the cool thing. I don't know. Yeah, just so, like, you can see that I went to Coachella. Yeah, and it's very much of, like, oh, I have the money to go, I flew in, like, I did this, and I don't know. I think it's pretty expensive, right? Like, Yeah, and I know that a lot of people, like, save up, and it's, like, their one yeah. thing they do. So, like, I can get, I understand that, but, like, a lot of people I do think that are just, like, they just go mm-hmm. to go, and I'm just, like, oh, man, like, because um, my friend, she said that there was, like, this, like, um, like indie folk festival that she goes to and it, she said it was like the best one because it's like a pretty small festival everyone's there for the music and I feel like that's mm-hmm. the kind of festival I would go to if yeah. anything um, yeah. but yeah I don't know like Louis looks cute um, yeah he did there was actually a picture of him featuring the classic red striped yes. shirt that he used to wear mm-hmm. when he was younger um, and it just, like, brought me back. What did you think of this shirt, Kara? I was so shocked. I thought it was in a, uh, like, a, a Photoshop image at first. I was like, mm-hmm. I've not seen him wearing a red striped shirt since cavemen walked the earth. It was just shocking <laughs> to me. And, like, it's so weird to look at and see, like, him with the tattoos compared mm-hmm. to, like, you have this picture on our Google Doc of, like, like, baby Louie and, not baby, but, like, you know, baby Louie, um, mm-hmm. versus him now in, like, a red striped shirt, and it just, it's just crazy. Time flies, am I right? Like, It weird. really does, but <laughs> now he just needs to bring back the red pants, and, you know, everything will be right again in the world. And the suspenders. Oh, please, the suspenders. Oh, yes. I would love to see tattooed Louie with suspenders. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> I feel like that was low-key... My actually wait no Brandon Flowers does it really well but I was just thinking that like now with his tattoos it might look like he walked out of Hot Topic and like got <laughs> some suspenders but I'm sure he can make it work he would pull it off <clears throat> all right last news story which just flows right into our main discussion is about Project Home and we've talked about this briefly in the past but this is a fan project that is similar to Project No Control where fans self release a song from, like, One Direction's discography that they think didn't get enough attention when it was, when it came out. So with No Control, we sort of released it as a single and we got radio stations to play it and, like, everyone was talking about No Control. So now they're doing the same thing for the song Home, um, which wasn't even on One Direction's Made in the AM album. It was on the Perfect EP that got released before the album. Um, but Home wasn't, it wasn't given a lot of attention, and it's actually one of the songs that people really like a lot. Like, people, I feel like people mm-hmm. like this a lot compared to even some of the songs that did make the album. Um, so this past week that's been happening, and I think it ends on Friday, but sort of it's the whole month type of thing. Uh, everyone's been promoting the song Home. Every week there's been a, I mean, every day there's been a different hashtag to uh, raise awareness about the song Home. Um, there's been hashtags des- designated for each of the boys. So, like, Project Home Nile Day, Project Home Liam Day, or even just, like, Nile Day was trending. Um, and on Friday, which is tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, uh, is hashtag Home Day. So that's what you're supposed to get uh, trending. And I think... It's a really awesome project. And, like, you can call radio stations and tweet at radio stations um, to tell them to play home. Um, and and to go to the um, the group that's organized this project's Twitter, which is at Project Home 2016. Um, and they have all the information there and, like, how to get involved and how, like, what you should write to radio stations. Um but also, Liam and Niall have noticed this on Twitter. Um, they noticed the trends going on. Niall said, 
Niall Day, ha ha ha, what's that about? What did I do now? Um, I love how he thinks, like, he did something. Cause I know. It's like from Oh No Niall when that was trending. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Liam said, thank you for the trend. Really nice to see so much for support for us still. Kissy emoji. And for one of my favorite songs I got to write. Hashtag Project Home. Uh, I really love that, that, he, you know, they're noticing it. It's always good mm. to get, like, a shout-out from the boys. Um, but what do you think of this project, Kara? I think it's awesome. Like, I just feel like we were talking um, a couple episodes ago how um, I feel like there's kind of obviously been a lull in the fandom and that, mm-hmm. like, everyone's kind of, I feel like, missing the boys a little bit more around yeah. this time of year. Don't know why, but it just kind of definitely seems like a sort of group thing. But I think this mm-hmm. is awesome, and I think that this is, like, getting more traction um, than other pro- projects I've seen. So this is really cool, and especially that the boys noticed it. So, yeah, um, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, unfortunately, Harry didn't notice his hashtag yesterday. Which was Dang. sad. I think Louis is today, so we'll see if he notices. Um, but yeah, I, I it definitely makes me feel like it's not the same feeling as Project No Control, but I'm like getting mm-hmm. those feels again. We're like fandom coming together. We're gonna do something. We're all sort of missing the boys. Um, so yeah, I do really like it. And so in in for our participation in the home project. We decided to do a song analysis of the song Home, which we never did in the past because a number of other songs had come out right at that time. So we were discussing them and we didn't ever discuss Home. Um, So yeah, Home was released on 1D's Perfect EP on October 22nd, although like some of it was coming out October 21st, like early in the morning. I mean, yeah, late in the morning, late at night. I don't know. Anyway, um... And it was released before the album as a promotional single, which I don't really know what a promotional single is. Like, does it really get radio play? No, definitely not. I think it's just kind of like, not for the, I guess it's for the fans. It must be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I've, I've never heard on the radio. So yeah, maybe like they played it once or twice, but it's not like a song that, that gets played a lot. Yeah. Um, like not, I mean, not here, but maybe in the UK, uh, like, you know, cause mm. they're Like, I could picture a radio station being supportive of their own kin. Um, (laughs) But this was a surprise release, and it was actually released two days after they'd canceled their show on the 20th of October because Liam was sick. Um, And so this was released after that. And people were thinking, like, is it a way to, like, say sorry for having to cancel the show? And then, you know, we get this other song. Um... And it reached number 74 on Billboard Hot 100, and apparently it got to number one on iTunes in four countries, but it definitely didn't get that high in Mm. the US or UK, I don't think. Um, But I was wondering if you thought this is going to change with the fact that the home project is going on. Will the song get higher in the charts? Will we see it come up in iTunes um, because people are requesting it and rebuying the song as a single? I could see it. I just, the only thing is that with no control, the boys were, like, not on hiatus, and mm-hmm. they um, they talked about it on James Corden, or James Corden brought it up to them, so I feel like that yeah. probably helped. Um, this is sort of all fandom-oriented, all social media-oriented, so it's just kind of um, within the fandom, which is still completely super powerful, and mm-hmm. I could see it um, doing well. Um, but I just, I don't know, I feel like it might not have the same exact success as um, right. No Control did, but I I don't know, who knows. 
Yeah, I hope it like goes up there. More. Yeah, like, I same. hope it cr- gets higher than number seventy four. Like mm-hmm. I know, um, like Billboard puts out like most talked about songs per day, and I'll I'll be curious to see if Home gets up there because I know No Control was talked about like it was that number one song for a really long time. Mm. Um, and this song was written by Liam Louie and Jamie Scott, who writes with One Direction uh, a lot. And why do you think it didn't make the album, Kara? Because it was on their EP, but it was never on the album. I truly have no idea. It's, it's, I think it's one of the strongest songs, like, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm trying to think of, like, what song I might, like, replace, um, it with, or, like, on the album. Um, I can't, mm-hmm. I th- can't think of one right now. Uh, maybe I'll try to think of that later on, but, um, I don't know. I th- think it was really strong. I feel like... It's not like it didn't even fit with the album because the entire album's so eclectic, like, would never enough, like, how did never enough make it on there if, yeah. like, home, you know, wasn't set to fit or something. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, there's 17 songs on Made in the AM. So, I mean, I feel like they could have added another one because some of their albums have their, I think some of their albums have big been bigger than that. Um, I guess when I looked at the lyrics, maybe the lyrics weren't, uh... Like, there wasn't a proper bridge or something. But I, I don't know how mm. they choose. Maybe it sounded too similar to other songs. I'm but, not sure. I mean, I like it. I, I feel like it was good enough to be on it, to be honest. I think that maybe um they put, like, a they purposely put, like, a really good song on the perfect EP so people would buy mm-hmm. it. Um, oh, that's yeah, another that's thought. Point. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I wonder when that conversation happened, because it's not as though they had a whole album, like, they had all the songs in the album and then had this extra song, but they had to actually decide what songs they, to include on the album. Mm -hmm. So, to us, it stands out as a separate thing, but, like, at the time, maybe there was another song that they were gonna put off the album, or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Um... But I found this, like, interview question about this song. I mean, it was from People magazine. I don't know how real it is, but, I mean, they it's a direct quote, apparently, um, from Liam talking about Louis and writing this song. And Liam said, Having seen different things he's gone through and different stuff this year, and obviously I've written a lot of songs with him, he can really get into that sensitive mindset to write songs, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think that makes sense because I think on this album we've seen Louie write Love You Goodbye, which he says is, like, his most personal song he's ever written, um, and then he's written this song with Liam, um, and I know those two do write a lot of songs together, um, so I feel like Louie has definitely, like, you know, pulled from more of his personal experiences and maybe, like, like Liam said, gone to a sort of sensitive mindset, and I think that's apparent in this song. Mm. Um, what were your first impressions when you heard Home, Kara? I'm trying to remember, but I can't remember, like, the exact time, which is weird because I feel like with every other song, I can remember exactly where I was. Um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely know I liked it on first listen. I definitely know that. Um, and I remember, like, making everyone, like, all my friends at school listen to it. Um, (laughs) and I, I think it was, like, a good, um like teaser for the album and I was just like wow like I mm-hmm. feel like so I don't know because I remember liking it more than perfect so yeah. um I I just felt like very 
I don't want to say safe, but, like, really, like, relieved that I was like, okay, like, I yeah. know this, I'm gonna like this album, or at least a lot of the album, because I love Home, so. Yeah, because at this point, we'd heard Drag Me Down, Infinity, and Perfect, which yeah. all sounded sort of one genre, and, like, mm-hmm. I love Drag Me Down, but I didn't like Infinity and Perfect that much. Yeah, same. So, having Home be like, okay, like, if there's songs like this, that will be... Like, that's really good, you know? And mm-hmm. But it also, like, worried that it didn't make the album, you know? Yeah, um, I remember thinking the same thing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I definitely liked it when I first heard it, and it made me feel a little bit relieved. Mm-hmm. So let's go through the lyrics of the song. The title, Home, I thought was, you know, good, simple, it makes sense. It's got a homey feeling. Um... <laughs> And I feel like you can already start bringing your personal experiences to the interpretation of the song just from the title. Um, what do you think of the title? Um, I definitely agree. I think it's just, like, simple, and I feel like it definitely goes. I think um, simplicity is good for this song. Mm-hmm. I was reading, because I was listening to Rumors, which is Fleetwood Mac, uh, their album, yesterday as I was studying for Biochem, I was mm-hmm. actually also, like, looking stuff up about the different songs. Um, and for the song Dreams, uh, Dreams is only one word in the album, I mm-hmm. mean, in the song, and the, it was saying, like, I was on the Genius Lyrics site, which, like, gives interpretations for all the lyrics, um, and it said that, it was talking about how songwriters often pick one really important word from a song to, that sort of represents like maybe the important feeling of the song or is like a key to the interpretation of the song um Mm -hmm. in in dreams that was the word that was chosen Mm. and I was just thinking for One Direction songs a lot of times I feel like they pick uh titles based on maybe the most apparent word or like the easiest find word um and I mean I guess home sort of fits in this case but it is one of the, like, the repeated words, and you'd think, oh, home would be an interesting title. So if we go back to If I Could Fly, which I was discussing, I think, two episodes ago, we did a song analysis. If I Could Fly only appears um, once in the song. So, like, Harry, who wrote the song, chose that lyric, I mean, that those those words to be the title because that was almost, like, the sort of standout emotion or standout feeling um, of you know, the whole song. So I just think it's interesting to look at uh, the song title choices because for Home, it's more of, like, an apparent obvious choice, but, Mm. um, like, thinking about if they were not to choose the obvious choice word, what would be a good word to represent, like, the main emotion? I guess Home sort of does that, but if I could fly, you know, those words represented it better than for your eyes only or something, which Mm. comes up a lot in the song. Mm. Um. So, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of a certain lyric becoming the title because it's the key to the interpretation. And I I hope we see more of that rather than, like, obvious picks maybe in the future or with solo music. All right, so let's go to the first verse, which Liam sings. Make a little conversation so long I've been waiting to let go of myself and feel alive. Uh, I thought Liam sounded nice, but again, this isn't my favorite style of song for his voice, but I thought it was still good. I thought that 
I don't know. It could have been a little bit more story of my life if Harry had sung it, and I love story of my life. Um, if Harry had sung more of the verses, I feel like it could have added, like, a different twist on the song, but, I mean, I'm always gonna prefer Harry, <laughs> probably. Um, but in terms of the lyrics, actually, first, Kara, what did you think of, of Liam's voice on this? I thought it sounded really good. It sounded, like, really smooth. Um, mm-hmm. It almost had, like, a low-key country vibe to it. Yeah. Um, which I didn't hate, actually. I didn't hate mm-hmm. it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely felt that. And when I was, like, researching the song, people were talking about it being a little bit country as well. Uh, so it is interesting because One Direction has definitely not done country before. Yeah. Although I I did say when I listened to Perfect that it sounded like country pop, like, a yeah. little bit. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but So, in terms of the interpretation of these lines, uh, to me, this is someone sort of, like, making conversation because they're, you know, they just have to. Like, it's not that exciting for them. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. they're at a party. They're making com- little conversation. Um, but they really just, they've been waiting to let themselves go and, like, fall in love and uh, not hold back their feelings and just, like, really, like, give themselves all to someone and, like, experience that rather than sort of, like, this fake facade, like, oh, I'll just have to make a conversation, like, not really alive feeling. Um, and I also, like, is there a certain a certain person they're thinking of that they've been waiting so long to, like, tell that they like or let themselves go and, like, make them, make their feelings be known and then feel alive in a relationship with them? I wasn't sure, and I think it, like, changes over the song, so... That was, yeah, that's what I thought for those ones. Did you agree with that or do you have something else, Kara? Yeah, I was kind of confused actually with the make a little conversation because it kind of doesn't seem to fit with the the other two lines of this part. Mm-hmm. Um, but now thinking about making small talk, um, mm-hmm. that's interesting of saying a little, or like it says little conversation, not, um, which is a weirder way of saying small talk. I guess. That's so um, weird. I don't oh. think they meant to say that. I think they, they could have. They could have like, had like small talk and been like, okay, let's just thesaurus this and like yeah. <laughs> change the words. <laughs> I'm gonna be funny. I hope I'm I'm gonna pretend that that happened. Um, <laughs> and what else? I think that it's the whole to let go of myself and feel alive is interesting. Like sort of like let letting go of like feeling so. Um, I don't know, tied down or like just like mm-hmm. in your head and just like obsessive. Um, I think that's cool. I like that that phrasing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that like um further on in the song will make more sense with more context. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also seen the interpretation of this song being for the LGBTQ plus community and like mm. uh representing being able to come out and sort of talk about your feelings or be with someone that you want to be with Mm -hmm. uh, despite society. Um, And I think you can take that interpretation as well. Um, Whether or not, like, that's the meaning of the song, like, from the songwriter's perspective, but maybe more so just from a listener perspective and how they interpret it um, about this, just, like, wanting to be yourself and feel alive and, like, live the way you want to live. Um, Mm. So then we go into the next verse, or it might be part of the same verse, to be honest, but it's Niall now singing. (laughs) Um, And the lyrics are, So many nights I thought it over, told myself I kind of liked her, but there was something missing in her eyes. I thought Niall sounded really good here. Mm -hmm. 
Um, he's just got a really nice voice on these. Like, sometimes he brings, like, a rockier edge to songs that mm-hmm. the other boys don't do when they sing. Um, but to me, this was, like, you're thinking of a person, you're sort of lying awake at night, either thinking of a person that you really like and want to tell that you like them, or just sort of thinking of someone in your head going, like, do I like them? Like, is there, are they someone I would want to be with? It, it doesn't seem to, like jump out as, like, immediate attraction or immediate, like, like, want to be in a relationship or want to get to know this person, but it's sort of, like, thinking about it, like, hmm, is this, would this be worth it? And I saw, like, almost kind of, like, forcing yourself to like them, like, I told myself I kind of liked her. Yeah. Even though, like, maybe you didn't. I I don't know, it's, it, it doesn't seem like it's such an obvious attraction, and then in the last line, it's like, are you going to tell them that you like them? Probably not, because there's something missing in her eyes, whether that be, like, she doesn't like you, or mm. she doesn't light up, like, when she sees you, or, like, the fact that you don't see light in her eyes, in that, like, she's not exactly what you're looking for, I guess. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I can definitely relate to this, this part of the verse, just because I think there's been times where it's, like, you you know someone or you see someone mm-hmm. and like on paper they should be someone you like and you're like mm-hmm. I don't understand like why am I not why don't I have feelings for you it's just very confusing and you um you're trying to like force yourself to like them because it's like this would make my life so much easier and better if I just liked this person because like we would get along really well like it just makes sense but then like there's just something missing there's that spark missing mm-hmm. um or um yeah, it just, like, seems like you're just trying to convince yourself that you like someone, but there's, like, you know in, like, your deepest part of yourself that, like, yeah. it's not going to work out and you're not, like, right for each other. But, like, yeah. you think that it would be easier to just, like, pretend to like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and then we go into the pre-chorus and Harry sings this. And the lyrics are, I was stumbling, looking in the dark, oh... With an empty heart, but you say you feel the same. Could we ever be enough? Baby, we could be enough. And my first comment is, frick, Harry. (laughs) 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 Those high notes, like, literally, they just went right to my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have seen Harry do higher notes on this album, which, God bless, um, but I really want this live version of Harry God, doing this because yes. it's so like it's so like high and smooth and slopey and it like comes down like I don't know how to explain it but I'm like doing hand motions um oh just so good mm-hmm. uh, and then the lyrics so stumbling in the dark is like you're sort of trying to find someone or you're uncertain you don't really know what's going on. You don't have, like, someone to latch, not latch onto, but, like, you're just sort of bopping around by yourself, a little bit lonely. You've got an empty heart. Um, You're not in a relationship. You can't, you're uncertain about, like, this one person you thought maybe was something, but then they don't have the spark you're looking for. Um, But then the, but you feel the same. And that's, I I didn't know if that was, um... Like, they, the the person they're talking, the new person they've found, um, feels the same in that they are also sort of stumbling around, kind of lost, or they feel the same about each other, and now they both like each other. Um, 
what did you think of like that whole first part that I talked about? Um, so I definitely love the I was stumbling part. Amazing. It definitely gives me like um Chris Martin from Coldplay vibes. Mm. Um and Harry has talked about how he loves Chris Martin a lot and how he's a big inspiration for him. So I think it's really cool um to see that really direct parallel. Um just like the way he uses his voice there. Um and with an empty heart, that's such a cool like lyric. I really like that. Um and like looking in the dark is interesting because it's not like they're in their dark, they're just like looking at it. So like they mm-hmm. could be in the light or like they're on the cusp of it. Um so they're not necessarily surrounded by darkness, but they can see the darkness um, in front of them. Um, and yeah, I definitely think that there are two different people in this uh, this song. Like the person who isn't, who they're not attracted to and they like are, were trying to be, but then this other person comes along. But then mm-hmm. also it sort of seems like, because it's like, um, could we ever be enough? That sort of sounds like it's not, I don't know, like that they don't have the most... Uh, not generic but like you know like a relationship that just like fits right away right right. um which is kind of sad so I kind of I like the interpretation of two different people yeah a little better because it makes it um better just because like they like click automatically and it's like I don't Mm -hmm. know um and they seem to like I don't know the fact that they both like have empty hearts and they both feel the same way it's like they're like kind of broken in the same way that they like both understand each other um because they both like feel the same sorts of pain um, I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, this, this whole pre-course is really beautiful. Yeah. And, and speaking of like two different people, it does, it does say in like the verse, there was something missing in her eyes and then yeah. it's talking to a you after mm-hmm. that. So it does to me seem like it's two people, but I think it could also be one where they're like trying to make it work, but it doesn't really, you know? Yeah. Because like One Direction also, I've noticed that sometimes they don't um, keep their, who they're talking to or like the pronouns that they use uh, completely uh Mm -hmm. coherent so sometimes they say you and then her so but they're also talking about the same person it seems like so but this one definitely seems like there's a divide so yeah Uh, I think it could go either way for sure yeah um and then for the could we ever be enough baby we could be enough um I was thinking like like will we make it in the relationship um we've both dealt with being alone like could we be like what fills each other's empty hearts um, and then they almost answer that, like, yes, we could, you know, it asks it and then says, like, baby, we could be enough. Um, it doesn't sound too sure when they sing it, but, like, I don't know, it is kind of like, like an answering of the question, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of the LGBTQ plus interpretation, um, this line of, like, can we be enough, we could be enough, like, our relationship is valid, we are enough, our love is real, Mm -hmm. um, and we're not living by anyone's standards of what is good enough and what isn't. Um, So I think those two lines are really prominent in that type of interpretation of the song. Mm. Uh, Then we go to the chorus, which is sung by everyone, and the lines are, And it's all right, calling out for somebody to hold tonight. When you're lost, I'll find the way. I'll be your light. You'll never feel like you're alone. I'll make this feel like home. And Louis sings that that last line by himself. Um, and to me, this was like, it's all right to feel vulnerable. It's all all right to need someone and like to to lean on someone else, um, someone to hold tonight. 
Uh, and, and it reminded me a lot of the song Strong from Midnight Memories. Mm, yeah. Where I, I pulled some of the lyrics from Strong and it says, I'm sorry if I say I need you, but I don't care. I'm not scared of love. Because when I'm not with you, I'm weaker. Is that so wrong? Is it so wrong that you make me strong? Uh, and I feel like that's the same type of thing saying, like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Like, when you're with someone else, they make you stronger. And here, like, you're needing someone to hold you. And, like, if you're lost, you know, someone else can help you find the way. Um, so, I don't know. I just feel like that comparison. And I know Louis wrote on strong as well, so... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and for me, this also, like Strong, like, could be a very familial vibe rather than necessarily relationship-wise in this chorus. It's it's almost like it could be, like, a friend or a family member or someone just supporting you through a hardship and, and being that light when, you know, you're in the dark, I guess. Mm, yeah. Um, um, you, go, you go ahead. Okay. I just, like, I really love... Um, I love this part for the same reasons I love strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like, I always really like the um, validation and just like acceptance of, um, you know, showing that it's okay to like not be okay. That's so cheesy, but like, that's mm-hmm. what, I don't know. Just like that. It's okay to ask for help. Um, and I like, I don't know. I think that it's okay. I, what, what? I don't know <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm, I'm truly like out of my mind today. Um, but yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. Please take over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I was also going to talk about the word home itself. Um, and I think th- what I think is interesting is I'll make this feel like home. I was trying to figure out what the word this meant and its relation to home because this could really be like um, like this moment in time that we're living. Like I'll make this moment where we're not at home feel like home anyway like maybe they're in you know in terms of the boys they're traveling all the time and maybe it doesn't always feel like home living in hotel rooms or or on the tour bus um but having this person makes this whole sort of traveling hectic experience feel like home um and in in that way home can be like a person or a feeling or a moment in time rather than an actual place um and it almost reminded me of, like, the the fact that they have sort of this tour family that, that the boys have, whether, like, it be, like, Lou Teasdale and her daughter and, like, the other, like, their, their bodyguards and, like, the stage people that come help. They sort of create this tour family um, where, although they're not at home, they make it feel like home because they've they like support each other in that way. So it made me think about that as well. Yeah, I love that. Um, I remember distinctly that you were saying that home can be a person on like a really recent episode and I can't remember what song we were talking about. Um, but I think that must be like a a reoccurring theme in their lyrics Mm -hmm. then. Um, and I, I really like that idea. Um, because I feel like we all can relate to the whole feeling of like, um, just like feeling out of our element and like missing people. Um, and just, like, being in a new place and the the idea of, like, always having someone that, like, is just a very comforting, um, like, presence in your life is just, like, a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then we go into uh, the next verse. 
and this is this first bit sung by Niall. So hot that I couldn't take it. Want to wake up and see your face and remember how good it was being here last night. Uh, and for me, this was... I, I wasn't sure in the interpretation whether or not they did wake up with someone or they didn't and they're hoping to wake up with, like, wake up the next morning and the person they were with the night before is still there. It almost seemed like it hadn't happened, but they want it to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, the the so hot that I couldn't take it makes me seem like they had a really hot night. <laughs> uh, it's quite sexual. I don't know. Did you have mm-hmm. a different interpretation for that? Um. Or it could be just, like, the person's really attractive. But, like, either way, uh, if it's... I don't know. I feel like that line isn't my favorite. It's just kind of blunt and, like, not... Uh-huh. I don't know. It's, like, not even, like, cheeky. It's just kind of there. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. But <laughs> yeah. do something more interesting with it, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, So then, want to wake up and see your face. So, to me, they didn't wake up and see the person's face, I guess. Mm, yeah. Um, But they, like... I, I guess, to me, this means that, like... They don't want it to just be, like, the hot passion. They want a deeper connection, and they feel that there is a deeper connection. And, you know, they want to lie together and sort of, like, look at each other and remember how nice it was being together and then continue to be together, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then also the word here stood out to me in that that last line, and remember how good it was being here last night. I was just wondering if, like, that again was that, being here was the feeling of home, like, being, like, here in this moment was that they were bringing the feeling of home or, or not. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move on to the next bit, which is Louis in the same verse. Uh, he says, still high with a little feeling, I see the smile as it starts to creep in. It was there, I saw it in your eyes. Um, and I just noticed right away his voice was so lovely again. Um, he really does have that, like, crispy feeling where it just, like, adds so much to the song. Did you say crispy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Interesting. I felt it. I felt it, you know? Mm, yeah, you know. Um, so the still high with a little feeling, this seems like kind of, like, high on life, high on the other person. I don't think it's high on drugs. <laughs> I don't think so either, yeah. Um, it's, like, just when you're high, like, on the feeling of the moment and you're, like, adrenaline's going or you're really happy or something. And then, like, even after that maybe high peak, like, peaked, then you're still, like, afterwards you still have sort of, like, a remnants of being super happy. Uh, and, and to me this is, like, maybe them still... Like, pic- this person's picturing them being in bed and, like, looking over at the person and, and smiling. And maybe the person's trying to, like, keep their smile away, but they can't help it. Like, they're so happy that it creeps in. Um, mm. And, like, the smile, they, the line, I saw it in your eyes, where the smile actually, like, reaches the eyes. It lights up. And, and, and to, to compare to the the person in the beginning whose eyes were, like, there was something missing in their eyes... This, yeah. like, the their person's eyes is, like, bright, it's lit up, there's that spark. And then, like, you kind of know that it's right, rather than before you were almost trying to force it to be right. Yeah. I think it's interesting the use of the word creep. In, yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of, 
I guess that's sort of like a colloquial phrase, like, you know, like a smile creeping up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's sort of sinister. <laughs> um, but I guess just like um, in terms of making like the amount of like um, syllables work and everything and the sound. Um, but I don't know. I, it was like an interesting word choice. But I think mm-hmm. um, I thought it was I thought it was cute. And like, I, I love how like obviously this person, whether or not it's the same person or a different person, they now have something um, in their eyes that, like, clearly was missing before. Um, also, I, I am kind of confused about the still high with a little feeling. Like, what does that mean, a little feeling? <laughs> what does that mean? Did they try to, like, did they try to do a, a whole, um, uh, thesaurus thing again? Because a little feeling isn't, you a know... Small emotion? Small fe- a small emotion? A small emotion. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I can't think of anything. I mean, um, the only other thing is that, that I can think of is, like, more sexual. Like, if they you know, just done the deed and they're just sort of <laughs> lying there like oh, okay. still that's, kind that's of pretty, feeling it. <laughs> that's pretty s- straightforward, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it, but maybe it's just like you wake up and you still like have that feeling of like love and passion yeah. from the night before. But it's not like over. I guess maybe like more like one night stand type thing. Like Maybe you have one night and, like, the passion's there, but then it's kind of dead. But this, like, you wake up the next morning (laughs) and you're still high with that feeling. Like, you still want to, like, you know, have more time with them and and make it a deeper thing rather than just, like, something for for one night. Yeah, because it's, like, I feel like it's weird that, um... They were saying, like, a little feeling Uh because it's not, like, deep passion. Uh It's just, like, sort of, um... Like, along with, like, the creeping in, like, it's sort of just, like, beginning to, yeah. um, like, I was about to say fester. That's a disgusting <laughs> terminology for, like, a beautiful love emotion. But uh, it's starting to grow. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was our best verse yet. All right. Then we go into the pre-chorus again and then the chorus, which is all the same. Um, and then we have this sort of bridge where it's just repeating the lines, I'll make this feel like home, I'll make this feel like home, and then baby, we could be enough. Um, and to me, this is, like, the repetition is, like, I'm gonna make sure that, um, wherever we are, like, I'll make it feel like we can be comfortable with each other, and it has that warm feeling of, just being able to sort of let it all go, which is the feeling mm-hmm. in the beginning that the person wanted to, like, let themselves go and just, like, sort of dive in, which uh, I guess this is what that reminds me of. And saying, like, yeah, we could be enough. We're going to be enough for each other. We're going to, like, give each other what each other need- <laughs> needs. Um, mm. And, like, we're going to make it, I guess. Because be enough is, like, will the relationship pull through is it going to work? But also, like, will we be enough to make each other happy, I guess? Do you have anything about this part? Um, no, but I, I really do like the repetition. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's a beautiful line, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, like, it's trying to, like, make it sink in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then we have the chorus again. And Louis ends it with, I'll make this feel like home. I'm glad he ends it. It's amazing. Yeah. He really does stand out on this song, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the the lot of the lyrics are the same in this song. We don't get too much variation, um, but I still think it's it's a really good song, and I do like the lyrics, and I think they like make you think of 
your own feelings of missing home or finding someone that makes you feel like you can just sort of let it all go and and not have to put up a facade. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I do like that. Do you have any closing remarks about the lyrics before we move on to the music? Um, no, but this is sort of making me want to, because I've, I've been, like, thinking about writing a blog post about, like, missing people and missing home, so this is, mm-hmm. like, making me want to do this more, because, like, I feel like there's a lot of interesting, like, things to think about when it comes to, I don't know, just the whole, like, the whole process of missing people, mm-hmm. so, yeah, this is an interesting song. Yeah, and, and we all experience it, like, yeah. we all have people that we miss. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so musical analysis... Uh, how did it sound? Do you have any, like, nice descriptor words for how this song sounded? Um, I feel like you're the queen of musical description, <laughs> so I... I will leave that up to you. <laughs> I mean, me, like, randomly throwing out words that don't really fit with musical words. Yeah, that's <laughs> what makes it great. I said, it's a bit story of my life, which I mentioned earlier. I don't think it's really? as folksy to me as it. Um, but I saw, like, a little bit of folk, a little bit of chill, uh, because it also had, it was, like, story of my life life mixed with what a feeling a bit. Do you see that or no? Um, I see none of that. (laughs) Um, I, the thing that I see of story of my life is the fact that it could be, like, a romantic partner or, like, a familial just, like, love, because it Mm -hmm. just sort of, like sort of just, like, steeped in, like, home vibes. Yeah. That's not it, a great it, sentence, I mean, the sound yeah. didn't seem like story of my life at all to you? Uh, um, I really don't get that vibe, because I guess, like, just, like, story of my life is just, like, so much more, like, upbeat, I think, and yeah. just, like, so much more going on, and this is, I guess, like, it was, it was like, really stripped back, stripped back and, like, slowed down, um, mm-hmm. and, like, more twangy. Like, I've seen more, like, country slash indie folk vibes from this but that's what i got from story of my life like folky i think in a really different way though like <laughs> yeah. i don't know it yeah. wasn't as like yeah, i guess like, i guess fucky. maybe more comparing it to something like perfect or infinity like i'd yeah, say those yeah. are very different and then these are sort of more in a strong story of my life oh also home. like happily i think yeah i see i put all yeah. those together whatever i i, I we have know. different yeah. categorizations in our head Mm. Um, but for instance, also wait. Just, also, I just want to put this out here before I forget because I know I'm going to forget this. I think that would be an interesting, also another interesting episode idea to like sort of like group um songs from di- <gasps> all different albums, yes. like um, how they sound, and like try to make like a cohesive album. Like how cool would that yeah, be? Or, like, okay, couple? we're I'm writing that down. Doing that. Wait, you need to send okay. me all these too because I st- they're like- on like like random sticky notes all throughout my room, so I'm gonna have to like go s- hunting for them. <laughs> yeah, definitely do because we need some good episode ideas. Um, okay. okay, so in terms of instruments, this is where I try to pick apart what I heard. I heard some drums. There was this like shaker sound. What is it like? Not a mm, not a Morocco, like, but- like a sound. What are those like eggs? Yeah, the eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like with the eggs with like some sand in it going throughout the mm. whole thing. Um, I heard yep. bass and I heard guitar. So it, it d- didn't have, like, the synthy sounds that you hear on some of the other songs in One Direction. So I guess it didn't have as much, so it, it didn't sound like Infinity or whatever, that perfect side of things. Um, it was a bit more stripped back. And then favorite lyric. Do you have a favorite lyric? Oh, man. I feel like a lot of this is sort of similar, so I kind of like the entire thing. But mm-hmm. I think my favorite has to be um 
um, could we ever be enough? Baby, we could be enough. Just because, mm-hmm. like, I love the vulnerability in that. And I just um, think it's just, like, very, I don't know. There's just something so, like, beautiful and pure about it. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's, like, a sort of call and response type of thing. Yeah. Even though I think it's the same person saying it. It could still be, like, yeah. a question and then someone else is answering. It could be the person they're talking about saying, baby, we could be enough. Um, mm-hmm. So, interesting. Uh, I chose still hide with a little feeling. I see the smile as it starts to creep in. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, although we, like, discussed it in depth and, like, sort of had some, like, weird thoughts on it, I still kind of like that still hide with a little feeling. Like, it's not something I've seen before, which I think a number of the other lyrics, like sort of the imagery I have seen before. So I guess this stood out to yeah. me because of that. Um, mm. What would you rate the song out of 10? Oh, God. I literally don't understand why I never remember <laughs> to do this. Jesus. Um, Every time. Whew, whew, okay. I would say a 9.45. Wow, you went high on that one. Usually we're more similar. I can, uh, I guess you really like it. Where would you put it, like, in terms maybe of... Maybe a 9.2. Made in the AM songs. Where would you stick it with other Made in the AM songs? Oh, um, that's interesting. Uh, I feel like it's not, like, on my top tier. Like, you know how we have different tiers of, like, love, yeah. like, you know, because um, nothing can be, like, zero. Except, right. I mean, there's... Um, <laughs> love You Goodbye is kind of down there. Kira! <laughs> I still, I know, I know. I'm sorry, Louie. I'm sorry at everyone. Um, although I do jam out to it, so I can't hate it that much. Um, I think, I think it'd be on my second tier or third mm-hmm. tier. How many tiers are there? I don't know. <laughs> All the tiers, because it's the hiatus. So real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gave it. What about an, you? I gave it an eight point two. <laughs> Whoa! What? I mean, I really I don't do know like why. it. That was but really like, shocking to me. I don't know. Maybe like an eight point seven. I don't know. I just... Yeah, maybe... Yeah. It's also, like, how many are we cramming up between 9 and 10? Like, how many songs... I know, so many. I feel like I haven't really given anything below, like, a 8.2. I know. I need to, like, readjust my scale and make it spread out so that, like, the worst song is a (laughs) 1. Rather than, like, the worst song being, like, a (laughs) 7. Yeah, I, I really, because, like, um, yesterday in class, we had to, like, rate all the books and movies we saw, mm-hmm. um, and everyone, like, a lot of people did, like, 10, and then, like, some people did, like, or, like, zeros to 10, like, they used all the numbers, but I was, like, truly nothing went below, like, a 5, even yeah. though I didn't really like some of the things, but I hate giving things, like, zeros, and I hate giving things 10s, and I feel like I really always... Um, envy people who have like really strong like I have strong emotions but I feel like with like rating things I can never mm-hmm. do it and I hate rating things um and I just like can't so I don't know I feel like I maybe it's like my indecision coming in but mm-hmm. I just can't give anything a zero and I can never give something a perfect score it just never happens so yeah it might even be better if we had like lined up all the made in the am songs and stick home on there too and then put them in order and that's how we made our scale like rather than that'd be good although to be honest i feel like i'd have like a number at the same level even then Um, oh god of course (laughs) but i i know i've tried to order them in the past and it was very hard Uh, but maybe now that i've heard them more times than the last time i tried to order them maybe it would be Mm, easier I don't know. Plus, like, as we do song analyses, like, it totally changes up how much I like different songs. That's very true. So, who knows? 
Um, so in terms of this ever being a single besides the promotional single, I mean, we're sort of self-releasing it as a single now as a fandom. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it'll, it'll like become a real single. Uh, Also, like, I don't feel like One Direction will be releasing any more singles off of Made in the AM, uh, which is sad. I mean, Taylor Swift has released songs from 1989, like the new, the new single, uh, New Romantics came out like a couple weeks ago or something and that's from almost two years ago and one direction hasn't even released more singles past like a couple months after the album is released i know so insane also i think um new romantics wasn't that a bonus track and then yeah it was just like really well received so she made it a single which i feel Mm -hmm. like is so it doesn't usually happen yeah um because it it so I think that's really cool that she listened to, like, what the public was saying. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember New Romantics getting on, like, one of the top um, ten, like, best pop songs of 2000-whatever-the-heck year yeah. that was um, in Rolling Stone. And I-, I remember, like, one of the lines being, like, um, you know, t- for some reason Taylor Swift put this on, like, the bonus track. But, like, who understands genius. But, like, it's interesting that she really said it as a single. I'm so excited. I was, like, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, me too. Right away it was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. So then in terms of just sort of if we had a music video for this, I was thinking kind of like Story of My Life 2.0. Either, like, them- their family or maybe just a picture, like, I mean, not a picture, a video of the the tour family and, like, sort of behind the scenes of, like, all the people that we don't get to hear about that that Mm. work with One Direction. I know there's, like, Sarah's Kitchen, which, like, is the catering service that comes along on the road with them. Just, like, people that they do have relationships with and and do make that homey feeling that we don't get to see as much. I thought that could be a cool video. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Mine's a little... I don't know, not as emotional, but I feel like for some reason I get like road trip vibes from this. Mm. Um, I guess also because of just sort of the feeling of like being on the road and like having yeah. someone that, um, you know, is just like home um, on the go. Um, but I don't know like what that would actually look like, but I feel like um, like if they went on a road trip, you know, just like it was more contained, like it was them just going on a road trip in like a small car um mm-hmm. going to see like all these cool sites and like going to small towns um I, I i just like really see the grand canyon in this music video <laughs> don't know why i i don't know why i think that like maybe across the united states just because there's uh-huh. so many different types of landscapes and like um just just types of people and types of places um i feel like that'd be cool yeah i think and that would really like it would be an interesting contrast to have a song called home and then like them being traveling all yeah over. I think that could be that could work really well. Mm. Um, okay, so that was our home analysis, which was pretty good. Um, and we're gonna keep the home theme going with a game that we like to call One Direction Connection, which is where we give something either a lot of times we do movies, not a lot of times we haven't played this in a while to be honest. Um, but like a movie or a book or another song and you have to draw the connection to how it relates somehow to One Direction. And it can be a very loose connection. It doesn't have to be very solid. So I've come up with some and I guess Kara and I will go back and forth um, between the the thing that I have and then One Direction. And they're all home related. So <laughs> they don't all... 
They're not like a, all a movie or whatever. But the first one is a movie. And Kara, I'm going to give this one to you. Okay. Make the connection between One Direction and the movie Home Alone. I've never seen that movie. Really? Um, yeah, I don't know how, but I will try to base it off the iconic cultural uh, scenes that I've seen. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking it has to do with, you know, a little child um, low-key pranking, not pranking, but like pranking for his life, if you will, against robbers. So I'm thinking, I'm just like remembering um, <laughs> when Liam and Louie, I think it was them, um, quote-unquote pranked Niall and just sort of like laid up some things on Niall's car and just like laid up like a freaking like rake or something some toilet yes. paper and like a, a a teddy bear just like <laughs> random things that clearly like i don't know it was just like the most ridiculous prank it was just like a light-hearted just ridiculous thing because it wasn't really a prank it was just kind of them just like placing things on his car it was mm-hmm. didn't like it, he didn't like egg the car or anything he just mm-hmm. like yeah so that's my connection that was good i like that one thank you very good connection for someone who hasn't seen the movie. <clears throat> um, okay, mine is going to be, and I haven't thought about these either, so, although I did come up with them. Mine is make the One Direction connection between One Direction and the TV show Home Improvement. And this TV show is one where they, like, go into houses and, like, renovate them or fix them up for people and make it a thing. Huh. Well, I guess Zane was, when he was younger, he always wanted to spray paint his walls at his home. Oh, true. And he wasn't allowed to, but when he bought his own house, he was finally able to spray paint the walls and, like, design it how he wanted to design it and, like, have a whole room just Mm. of, like, spray painted walls. Uh, So I'm going to go with that one. Nice. Thank you. Okay, next one. Uh, Kara, make the connection between One Direction and Homer Simpson. Oh my god. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, um, when I went to Prague, my my hostel was Homer Simpson themed. Um, really? Yeah. That's so enough. weird. Um, it was called Homer Hostel. I would actually recommend it if you're ever going to Prague. It's cheap and nice. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I could go for the obvious thing. I've never watched The Simpsons. I'm literally so behind in everything. No, I've never watched them either. That's why I purposely started with you, so we could oh, go. thank you. You could Great. land on this one. <laughs> um, okay, I'm thinking. So, let's see. Okay, so he likes donuts. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, have they ever eaten a donut? <laughs> I don't know. Um, donuts are gross. Hopefully not. Oh, yeah, Caitlin doesn't like donuts, if that, if that um, hasn't been said. I don't know if we've ever said that, yeah. Um, and I just think they're a little, they just don't live up to their my expectations of them ever. There's so, so much hype about them. Like, really? There's just so much! Disgusting. Recently. Yeah. Like, I love cinnamon rolls, which Caitlin doesn't like either. I love, um, do you like the donut holes? Do you like those things? No. <laughs> you don't like those even. Those are like cake. Frickin' teachers thinking they can do the greatest thing and bring one of those in. No. You need to bring something separate from me. I do not want a donut hole. The That's only not gonna ones make that, like, it better. <laughs> the only ones that I actually like are the chocolate donut holes, though, because they're, like, cakey. But the rest of them are just, like, gross donut. But, I like, mean, whatever. I'll, I'll, I could, I could, I could eat a chocolate one. Yeah. But I'm not really gonna like it. It's probably not worth it. 
But an actual donut, I could not eat. I haven't eaten a donut probably as long as I remember. They're, like, absolutely disgusting. Um, but not to yuck anyone's yum. Um, <laughs> anyway, I should have been Is thinking... Is that a phrase? I've never heard that. Yeah, Sarah says it all the time. Slash, I thought that Sarah invented it, our friend Sarah, um, from home. But then... I'm not like, our friend Sarah online. Yeah. Shout out to her, though. Um... <laughs> What was I going to say? I actually, like, when she was, like, saying really nice things, or Sarah from online, Sarah Marie, um, she was, like, saying really nice things to us uh, about soccer radio, and I, like, sent a screenshot of her tweet to Caitlin. I was like, Sarah's so sweet. Like, heart emoji is just, like, I don't know. I was, like, so filled with so much love at that moment. Anyway, back to Homer Simpson. God, okay. I don't know why, but I truly believe that Harry, at one point or another, I think he might have... Instagram a picture of some sort of uh, pastry dish. I truly think it seems like I think he might have, and it's black and white style. I'm gonna look at it, but I'm gonna go with that unless it was an implanted memory that is truly fake. But I think that's correct. So, um, well, why don't you go into yours, and I will see if I'm no. I a definitely fake remember fan. that. I do remember that. There was like two different things, and he like gave them weird names, or they just had weird names, or something. Oh, I, I was thinking of something else, because it was, says oh. the Lonely Buffet, and they're just sandwiches, but I thought they were donuts for some reason. <laughs> no, there was Man. one a long time ago, though, that he had a pastry in a photo. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> oh, heck yeah! Heck yeah, he did, and it, his caption is Low Nut. Oh, There we nice. go. There we go. There we go. Good job, Kara. You made that <laughs> connection. Okay. Um, mine is to make the connection between... Homer the poet and One Direction. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Now, Homer is the person who's given credit for writing, like, the Odyssey, but it's kind of up in the air as to whether he actually wrote it. Um, and it's, I think it's, it points to that he didn't, right? Is that true? I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like it was like, he's sort of like a mystical being. Um, <laughs> it's been too long since I read, like, old-fashioned, not old-fashioned, like, from the billion classic years ago. Classic literature. Classic. That's the word I, I'm like, <laughs> a billion years ago. Um, Homer. Okay, so Homer is a poet. I mean, I guess, like, sort of easier is that Omer, Omer. <laughs> Homer was a poet, and he wrote... And the public took his stuff and appreciated it. And One Direction <laughs> are songwriters, and they, which is similar to poetry, um, and they write stuff, and then the public appreciates it as well. True. I don't True. know if One Direction's work will go down in the same type of history as Homer slash Homer stole it from someone else. Um, but, you know, that's the connection I have made. <laughs> that's true. I uh, like it. <laughs> terrible connection. Do you have a better one or no? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, the Odyssey. Um, I just remember a Cyclops that was named No One or Nobody or something. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the line from Drag Me Down, um, Nobody, Nobody. So... <gasps> It there might be no go. one or nobody. I think it depends on the translation. So let's pre- pretend it's nobody. Um, oh, that was such a better connection. Good job, Kara. Thank you. Good up on your classic literature. Um, okay, last one. 
Uh, I guess sort of for both of us, because I didn't have six. Okay. This is make the One Direction connection between One Direction and Take Me Home, which is their album. <laughs> what? <laughs> we never talked about that first, thing. The song's called Home, but they have an album called Take Me Home. Oh. So how do those huh. relate, even? Take Me Home. Well, for maybe one. just the connection between Take Me Home and the song Home. Yeah, that's true. Like, Take Me Home was their second album, and, like, the first one had been called Up All Night, and it was, like, I mean, I guess Take Me Home was party pop as well, but maybe they were feeling more like they had been on the road, and they wanted to sort of reconnect with their past and, like, where they grew up, because at that point, they hadn't been that far off from before their fame. It was only a couple years out from when they'd been famous, and so, like, Mm -hmm. that was, like, Take Me Home. Um, I, and that's like sort of like the physical take me home to a place. And now the song yeah. home is almost like a person or a feeling or a moment. And, and home is more like it can travel with them and it's not necessarily a place. So I see like a growth in that almost where or, or not necessarily a growth, but also kind of like a having to deal with the situation in a different way. Like they can't necessarily go home. So they have to find a way to be at home when they're not at home. I love that. That was so great. Thank you. Amazing. Wow. Woo. All right. So that was our One Direction Connection home edition. Uh, Let's go into our recommendations for this week. I have two recommendations, both of which we've mentioned already. The first one is to go check us out on Slacker Radio, get the app, listen to the One Direction station, and let us know what you think. Um, because that would be really cool. And I'd really love to hear, uh, what people's favorite segment is of ours. Cause we did 10 different clips plus an introduction. Um, and you have to like listen to the station and every couple of songs, you'll get another clip from us. So I'd love to hear what you guys think is your favorite clip, or if you learn something new from it, or if you remember hearing it on the podcast at some time, I think that would be really cool. So make sure you like write in and let us know. Um, and then the mm-hmm. second, do you have anything to add to that, Kara? Nope. <laughs> okay, so then the second recommendation I have is to go listen to Fleetwood Mac's album Rumors, which I mentioned earlier. And I was studying biochem yesterday, and I was playing this album on repeat. I probably listened to so it. So good. It really is. I listened to it like six or seven times, um, just like studying. And it's very different music than what I'm used to, I guess. Um, even when I listen to, like, old classics, I, I've, te- like, the music I more grew up on was, like, ABBA and Beatles and Dixie Chicks. Not that Dixie Chicks are super old, but, like, that type of, I don't know, those more so than Fleetwood Mac. I think my my mm. parents really like Fleetwood Mac, too, but I guess I just, oh, and Queen. I listened to, like, a lot of Queen yes. when I was younger. Um but I think Fleetwood Mac is just a, is a different style, and I'm really enjoying sort of figuring that out and, like, listening to the lyrics because they're all such good songwriters. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so interesting. And, and I, I found it really cool. I was listening to a song, this song called Songbird, and I was like, wow, this one line I really like. The line is, and I wish you all the love in the world, but most of all, I wish it from myself. 
And I just heard that and I thought it was really, really interesting. I love that line, but most of all, I wish it from myself. And I was like, like really blown away by that. And then I wanted to look up what Harry's favorite song from this album was because Harry uh, recommended this album before and said it was his favorite album. And his favorite song was actually Songbird. So yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. weird. I was like, oh, I, I, that song stood out to me too. Um, and also like that line is very reminiscent of Olivia. Yeah, it is. And and I went back and like read through Olivia and was trying to see the connections and like trying to hear where Harry's influences come in. Because I'm sure, like, as he listens to these, he's, like, writing down, like, to try to get inspiration. And, oh, it's just so interesting. Yeah. So I definitely recommend that. And clearly Harry recommends it. So everyone go listen. And Niall. Niall loves Fleetwood Mac, too. Yeah, yeah, him too. They've gone to, like, concerts and gone backstage with them before. So what's your recommendation, Kara? My recommendation is to watch and listen to Beyonce's Lemonade. And yes. Oh my god. I think we need to talk about this at some point, we me and do. you, Caitlin, because um, I watched it with some people from my study abroad program last night. We were all like, I, f- I was kind of nervous watching it with other people just because um, I like to be immersed in it and just mm-hmm. like not talk. But I also like watching it on a bigger screen yeah. um, and like not because I feel like sometimes when I'm watching things like on my computer, I always like just pause and like just get distracted. So like mm-hmm. when you're with other people, like, you can't pause. Anyway, but we were all just like enthralled and just like it was incredible. We were completely silent and just like it truly is a masterpiece. And the fact that Beyonce has like mastered like so many different types of art like visual art Mm -hmm. musical like music um also she added spoken word in. she didn't write write it but um i have to i forget the artist uh the poet's name of who wrote it but i definitely want to look up more of the poet um who wrote the spoken word stuff because it was incredible incredible Mm -hmm. i love that she included that and just visually stunning musically amazing um different than what she's done um the messages the political messages are incredible um I just, I, I just have so much respect for Beyonce, and she just like keeps on just doing more and giving more to the with world. her platform. She truly is a gift <laughs> to the world. She just keeps on giving. God bless. Wow, <laughs> it's just so great. If you don't care about Beyonce, please at least go watch this. I think anyone could be blown away by it. Yeah, in terms of just like looking at the the video, like the the costume design, yes, was so high quality. Like I was. Like, that yellow dress she wore in the Oh, yes. One of, like, the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And then the scenes where they're all wearing the white, long, like, sort of wedding-esque dresses. So, so good. Oh, my gosh. And, like, when she was underwater. Yeah. um, Like, when the spoken word was going in the background. It was, like, near the beginning, too. And I was like, wow, like, what am I in store for? Like, Mm -hmm. this is truly incredible. Like, oh, man, I have nothing but good things to say about that. Um, And the fact that she just, like, put her, like, raw emotion just out there for the entire world to see like she is truly one of the most iconic artists that and like she knew how many millions of billions of people are going to be like listening to her innermost thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. like that's just so powerful to me and just yeah. so empowering um and it takes so much strength um to do that oh man mm-hmm. wow good job Beyonce good job <laughs> we need mm-hmm. to have like a mm-hmm. bonus episode about Beyonce <laughs> truly though um okay tweet of the week this week my tweet of the week comes from one of our listeners that we've mentioned on the show at sarah (laughs) underscore marie underscore 67 who retweeted someone else's tweet 
but added her own commentary and said, At Zane, please get Troy to help you on your next album because I would actually listen to this. And it's retweeted of a remix of Troy Sivan, who is a singer uh, and artist, and Zane's song. Oh, now I'm forgetting. I don't have it actually here, but a Zayn song from his new album, and they're, like, played on top of each other, and it sounds really, really cool. Um, mm, so I just cool. really like that. I'll retweet it on the Talk Direction tweet, Twitter, <laughs> tweeter, so that everyone can listen to it as well, um, but I really liked it. That's awesome. I have to listen to Troy's album. I'm such an idiot. I'm such How have you not listened yet? Oh, um, Kara, fail. Failure of a human being. Um, God. My tweet of the week is pretty just basic, but um, it's just from Niall, and it was Niall Day, haha, what's that about? What did I do now, question mark? I just thought it was so funny. I just, <laughs> I don't know. He's just such a little, like, doof. I just love him. He is. Um, yeah. In all his Snapchats again, beautiful. Yes, He keeps on great. giving. He does. Him and Beyonce both. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, question of the week. Last week we asked about candle scents, and I asked on Twitter for people to give their candle scents, and we have two that I want to read. First from Florence Avadier. Is that how we've decided to say it? I forget. Um, I never I'm not remember. Sure. Um, but they said that Harry would be fresh ocean and fresh cut roses. Ooh. Louis would be sandalwood and fireside. Niall would be vanilla extract and Christmas cookies. And Liam would be Egyptian musk and clean cotton. Hmm. Uh, and I thought it was interesting because, like, to see how people uh, agree with ours and how they, like, differ. And I think both of the write-ins we had, people hadn't actually listened to our episode yet. Um, so this was sort of, like, without our input put on it as well. And, like, Fireside, we said very similar things for Louie. Like, we were talking about fall and leaves and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, like, Niall, the vanilla extract. I said vanilla uh, for him as well. So, it's interesting how, like, sometimes you just feel it in your soul and that's what's yes, right. I love it. Uh, and then we have from Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67 said, For Harry, something really clean smelling, either freshly washed and hung up outside to dry clothes or the smell right after it rains. He's just Mm. a fresh guy, (laughs) which is like exactly what the person before said, fresh ocean, fresh cut roses. Mm. So there's obviously a tie there. Uh, Niles was freshly baked cookies or cake. For some reason, I totally associate Niall with baking Christmas cookies. So I think that's where this is stemming from. And what a nice mental image of Niall baking cookies, which is exactly what the other person said. Amazing. Uh, This is so weird. Um, I could definitely see Niall being a a Christmas cookie candle. Mm. Then Louie, we have pine and not like Christmas pine, but just straight up pine. I feel like a pine tree is Louie as a plant. One Direction as plants, and yes. <laughs> we should definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just see him outside on a hike, pointing out the pine trees. When I read that line, I actually laughed out loud. Louis would freaking go on a hike and just be like, okay, guys, this is a pine tree. And everyone's like, yeah, we know. We all know what pine <laughs> trees are. <laughs> I just thought that was the greatest comment. Uh, and then for Liam, we have... Uh, I feel so bad because <laughs> there is nothing jumping to mind. Maybe just a nice gentle citrus because you can never go wrong with a bit of lemon or orange or lemonade. Am I right? 
So true. <laughs> um, and then Zane, uh, she said, not a specific smell, but the name of the candle would be Brooding Luster or <laughs> some other swanky name. And it would be really deep. It would be a really deep purple that it Ooh. almost looks like black and it would be very posh, I which is that. like exactly what we said for 1D as candles rather than candle scents. Like, yeah. Kara, you described some like skull posh like dark and mysterious mm-hmm. candle mm-hmm. so uh, these were just really nice to read so thanks guys for these. writing in yeah. um and super weird how they were like very similar <clears throat> yeah i guess the boys exude a candle scent uh okay so then this week's question of the week was how has 1d made you feel at home even when you weren't. Oh, I love that. Because it's definitely happened to me uh, where, mm. you know, you play 1D music and you, you can feel like you're at home or comforted um, even if you're not. And mm. then just write in with general feedback and suggestions for the show. Any new stories you want us to discuss or fun episode ideas because we're always looking for more episode ideas. Um uh, thank you for listening to episode number 45 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our Tumblr, talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, just talkdirection. And make sure you check us out on Slacker Radio and let us know what your favorite clips are. Get the app and listen to the One Direction station. Um, or you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara is with a C. And then also make sure to go over to iTunes and rate and review us and subscribe because we have a bonus episode that's probably going to go out this weekend. Um, I was trying to put it up earlier in the week, but I just had too much with biochem, so it didn't go up, but it's going to probably come out this weekend. Um, and if you su- are subscribed, you'll get it like a notification or like you'll get it right into your inbox as soon as it comes out. So it's better to subscribe. Um, because it doesn't appear on iTunes for a little while after that. And then also we're on SoundCloud if that's a better way for you to listen for us. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 46. Bye! Bye! Bye!